You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. From Chicago and Jersey, through the magic of Zoom, this is the Chavrusa. I'm Avram Kivalevich. I'm Kalman Ward. And Kalman, we have gotten the Psak. Uh, I know in your community, in my community, um, Shavuos in many places is not going to be Shavuos the way it was in previous years. Um, perhaps maybe even different than Pesach and any of the other Yom Tovim or Purim that were affected. The idea for many people in Shavuos is the all-night mishmar. You come to Shul, you stay up. The people who are they, and then people talk about either they learned the Harusa Shtark or the interesting uh, shiurim that they heard on various topics. That's not going to happen this year. Um, in many places, maybe there are some places where it's happening. I'm not sure. For many people, the all-night mishmar, the idea of of, of learning all night and feeling gishmak about yourself that you were able to how much did you sleep and how much coffee you had, you were able to learn, go through that. That's not going to be. People are going to, perhaps in their own homes, be able to do it. But I think it's worthwhile discussing between us this uvda that has become universal almost. Balabatim, come to learn, and this Shavuos night represents for them a tremendous accomplishment that they did in learning, and they were able to learn all night and be maktish themselves. I think that it's part of a bigger picture, which is that the wonderful balabatim that we have throughout the United States and Europe, Bali Benetera, do things like that throughout the year, where they give over in important pieces of their time and that's their limitatera and they dedicate themselves to that and we applaud it and we 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 say it's a great thing whether it's dafyemi or or shuaya or dafashua or whatever it is but it's that piece of tera that they've done and what i'm gonna start off right away tell you is that as, as much as I love to see people learning Torah, I think that this attitude, whether it's on Shavuos night or throughout the year, is an attitude that although it promotes being part of a club of Torah, I think it limits real limit of Torah, even for a person who is a, a balabas. Well, let, me my... ask you, let me ask you before I uh, choose to agree or disagree. Um, are you referring to to the... Uh... To the nature of the learning? Are you referring to the quantity of the learning? Are you referring to the schedule of the learning? What What is it that's really uh, bothering you here? Okay. All right. So let me restate it. <laughs> You're giving me a chance to get on my soapbox today. Um, what's by bo- all means, yeah, I got to uh, give you a chance to speak sometime. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, look. Uh, you're, you always give me a chance to speak. You just are able to uh, upend me with your pithy one-sentence comments after my long pontifications. But here's what would, I would say. Would, would I do that? <laughs> I think that's our that's it goes back 17 years. I think that's been the way it's been. But here's the thing. Um, you know, that Daf and Brochus, they're also familiar with Daf Yudal of Amid Beis, where he, it talks about Hishkim L'Shadais of Kriyos HaTeira, what Brocha to make, 
Everybody knows, oh, it's Shavuos morning. Let's say, for example, did we learn all night? Did the guy sleep? Bring him in. On that same daf that talks about Birchas HaTayra and getting up early and, and learning before and, and, and hearing Birchas HaTayra, saying Birchas HaTayra, you have the Rishonim there, Tesvis, the Re, and then Rebbein Yena, and they say a big side there. The big side is that even if you stop learning, you're never miyayish from Teira. That you make Birchas HaTayra, you go to work. Of course, Chazal understood there were people chopping wood, working, but you keep you, uh, a person links and learning the whole day. That aspect, although we, we, we pay lip service to it, we it's almost become bottle. It's almost like kviasitim and everything that goes with it, whether it's whatever you choose for your nisham. We've talked about the 900 pound gorilla that is Dafyemi. We've talked about it to, to death almost, about what we both think about it. Despite well, 2,711 pounds. <laughs> right. 2,011 pounds. And, and, and it, it just gets bigger and bigger. And, 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 and we've talked about the problem with that. And, and Baruch Hashem, since we did that show 17 years ago, there have been a lot of great alternatives. Some of them we talked about on the program that have risen up, and this is what I do. I do this. That's where I think. That's where I think I'm. I'm. I'm centering in on. I, I think we should stop congratulating people for their story, and stop having these, uh, you know, and, and and letting people thump their chest about what they've done and learned. Of course, you have to learn, and replace that with pushing people. Further, pushing people further, pushing people to, 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 be, to actually not only, of course, change themselves as human beings, but I'm not even talking about on a Muslim level. I'm talking about on a, a, a level of learning, of becoming a learning person, of learning and, and, and not making such a big deal about it and trying to learn every moment you can and learning the best possible you can. I, I hear the point you're making, but I, I do think that, that – I'm going to have to respond to you as as if you're making two separate points because um, I I think that number one it sounds to me like you're upset with with the regiment that we have in place and number two it sounds like you're also beginning to knock the uh, the attitude that uh, seems to so uh, I'd say I, I want to I want to just you know come in defense here. Um, we have a famous Gemara, a famous Gemara, the, the one that everyone's always quoting, about the six questions that everyone's going to be asked when they come up to Shemayim. And the first is, Kavata itim Did you establish time for learning? And it sounds like if that's the question on the test, then I, I don't see a problem with, with um, people having specific times set aside for learning. And uh, it's almost sounded to me like you were, you were downplaying that. Did I understand you correctly? Did I not understand you correctly? Oh, no. You, I, I, of course, a person, it's already a Sif and Shulchan about how a person has a, a, a Seder, he has to keep it, and if he misses it, he has to make that up. It's in Shulchan Aruch I'm not denying that you need to have Kaviyazit. What I'm saying is, is that I think that the satisfaction with the kviyas, kviyas item is the minimal. And I think that everyone who is only kviyas item and doesn't, and, and, and doesn't have a tainus onus mamish is also osagliten as hadin. 
Because then why why do you ask you in Shemayim Kaveitim? They should just ask you. Did you learn when you could? When if they're saying Kaveitim, and I want to make it clear, Kaveitim doesn't mean like some people think it means that every Tuesday, which happens to be a full moon, where the weather is between sixty-two and sixty-eight degrees, on those Tuesdays, if you know the the a bird flies by my window, that's when I learn Torah. That's not Kaveitim. Maybe that's Kovea Ace. Kovea Eaton means that a person's on a, a schedule, they're, they're, they've got time that they spend on learning, and, and, and you're saying that that person should feel themselves as lacking because they're, they're, um, they're putting their learning into a, a specific frame of time? What I'm saying is, is that you're right. The emphasis was, this is my Kavua. I don't go out. Uh, I don't spend. I, I make sure to make that seder no matter what. That's beautiful, and, and that is gewaltic. The kvius. What I think is 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 not gewaltic, is that that becomes your teretz. That becomes everything. Just like the the uh, the, the chevra who I speak to all the time, and they talk about how proud they they learned gemara all night on shvuas night, or you know, uh, they talk about the amount of time they learn. They don't realize what, what we need to be better at is making people feel unsatisfied, not satisfied. We should tell them we shouldn't we shouldn't browbeat them for having their. Uh, I, I think we have to leave. I think I think we're going to have to make that a separate discussion, which is which is the attitude towards it. But I, I think in terms of the of the time, in terms of the time. What are you looking to try to do? What do you want to introduce? Do you want to introduce, um, you know, um, we, we have a famous website called Torah Anytime where people are learning by definition anytime. You want that there should be shiurim around the clock available for people to learn. What, do you, what, what change would you implement in terms of the system that's in place? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not Okay. I, that, I, all right. I, I, Kivalevich cannot, and Warch cannot change anything, really. Maybe a little bit, if people hear this, can filter through the diarist, and, and maybe things will change. Well, but in what, theory, if, if you if, had all the power, what would, uh, what would you change in terms of the way that okay, things so, are Okay, so one thing I would stop doing, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I believe that the, the real B'nai Teira, the ones who are dependent on the support of the Yeshiva Shabalabatim, let's talk about something besides the money that goes to help their yeshivas, which is all going to be in, in doubt a little bit now with the corona uh, ec- economic environment. Let's talk about something that both me and you have, have, have a vested in, had a vested interest in, which was the, the, the great big CMHs that happened right before, a couple months before the corona. I'm even going to mention the Deershoe Seum that I sat at, which happened a couple of weeks before the lockdown. Deershoe Seum I think was David Hofstetter's own pocket money. So there I'm going to say things were a little bit different. But um, in terms of the monies and, and that went into creating the metal, I don't know where it was. It, met, it was in one, some stadium, right? It was a MetLife. Where was it? It was, I think it was, it was in the Meadowlands. It was, a, it was in the Meadowlands statement. That was Yeshiva Shabalabatim who basically put in money, effort, Persomit to create that event, and that is, is, is was not only uh, uh, forget about the Kiddush Hashem Shabbat. It was also showing you the power 
of the Yeshiva Shabbatera who are helping, giving money to the Moistas who are who are involved. And I think the 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 the, the Yeshivas themselves, although they accept the money and applaud their accomplishments, realize that there is more to it. That 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 maybe instead of applauding them. And of course, if they want to give money, fine. But instead of assume, instead of saying this is givaldic, what they should say is I, I what they should. Think, I, I'm not hearing what you're saying. What should be done different? And again, I I, I think I think stop applauding like, them. Yeah. Stop stop applauding. But, that, but that's that's the attitude, and I, I think we have to treat that as a separate subject. No, you have to. What, you have to... What, what what are you going to do to provide opportunity differently? What I'm saying is like this: there are balabatim who are working all day long. You know, they're 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 working nine to five or five to nine. Some of them, and the fact that they're 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 putting in either their dafyomi every day or or their shia or the harusa every day. That's what they're capable of. I don't know why you're insisting that people are necessarily capable of more, that we're going to push them more. But I, I get, okay, I get, let, let me respond to that. Let me respond. let me respond to that. There's a famous uh, a story um, that supposedly was the story that the Malshemtim said over to the Toldas to get him to accept the derach of, of, of Chassidus. And he came, I don't know if it was to Sharagrod, whatever the city was, where the Toldas was the, was the uh, darshan, and the Baal Shem had, was, was causing a, a, a ruckus, so to speak, because people didn't come to davening on time because he was speaking in front of the shul. And everybody was listening to him. And um, they all came late. The Toldus was very, very upset. And the Toldus asked for the Baal Shem to come to him. And the Baal Shem showed up. And the uh, the Toldus wanted to know. He said, "You were telling stories. What sort of stories were you saying? Do you know how your mavatel was mantvila?" And the, the Balshemtiv told him, "Okay, this is a story, not the one I was saying outside, but this is a story special for you." And he told him the story of of, of two people born the exact same uh, day, who one of them, because he was wealthy, because he had the right machanchim, ended up. Not becoming a big Talmud Chacham, being able to learn, getting a tremendous Shidduch. His, the one that was born the same day started with that other boy together in Cheder, but then had to leave because of Parnosa situations and because of all difficulties throughout his life and wasn't able to stay in learning. And of course, as things moved on in their life, they would see each other once in a while. And the one who stayed in learning uh, was, became very successful, became a Rav, his friend, who he saw, they would nod to each other when they would see each other. When they would see each other, the Tolda says, uh, the, the Balshemtiv said, the one who was the Rav would look at the one who had not stayed in learning, and he would give a, you know, a, a sort of like a satisfied laugh to himself, a satisfied sense. <laughs> look, we started together, Baruch Hashem, I didn't become like him. And the, the poor fellow, when he would look at the Rav, would krecht. He would krecht because he, he would desire, oh, 
maybe I could, if only I could have learned all day like my friend here who was in the cheder with me. Supposedly after May of Esther, Shana the Baal to continued, when they came to Shamayim, they first uh, dealt with the schusim of the Talmud Chacham. They died the same day. <laughs> they came to schusim in Shamayim. And even though we had a lot of Limit Atero and so many mitzvahs, it was incredible. But then the Kittrig was that satisfied smirk that went on the other side of, of the Mishka, of, 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 <laughs> of, of, the, of the aisle. And that was Machriya Kenegan. Whereas, as you can already imagine, Kalman, when it comes to the person who was this, the, the, the poor person who also, even though he didn't have all this chusim of, of Limeratera, there are times of davening that he wasn't able to, to do a proper davening. But the Meilitz Yosher came with that krechts, and he took that krechts, and it went on the other side of the scale, and it was machriya as hakol to give him the highest place in Eilam That's the story that got the, that got the Toldas, who became the biggest chosid and the biggest promoter of the Baal Shem Tov. I don't know if you've ever heard this before. Maybe you have. However, I'm sure you have, coming from Achsida Shaz. My point is, with this whole long story, which is worth hearing, the krechts, the krechts of the balabas is nishtumel. The balabatim don't have that krechts anymore. They don't look at the benedict of them and say, oh, I wish I could mamish learn all day. And they don't feel that sense of, that I, they, what they feel is, I do my thing. I support the yeshiva. I wrote out a check for 300. That, whatever it is, the krechts isn't there. It is there by some. What I'm worried about is that we're taking that krechts away. And that's the krechts that could lead I believe that krechs is what I, I, I got to keep on doing. I got to get up. I got to continue more. I'm going to be conveying more item and more item and more. I'm going to have more starve and more things to do. I think, as, have I made my point in a long-winded way? Have I made this point clear to you yet? I hear it just, I just, what do you want him to do? What do you want him to do? Add another hour? And then when he adds another hour, add another hour. We're assuming people are responsible adults and they understand that, that you know, I have to be Kaveh I have to learn. You, you want him to be, you want the regular Balabas to be the same um, kind of guy as the Talmud Chacham who, who only has a safer on the train, who only has a, a, a safer in the waiting room of the doctor's office. And, yes. Uh, but he's he's got a job. He's got to read the. He's got to read about what's happening in the stock market. He's got to read up on the newest medical equipment. He's got. That's what he needs to be doing on the train. He's got three surgeries today, and he needs to read all the all, all the medical files. But you're wanting that? No, he should go to you know, when when you get to the hospital. That's when you open the patient files. Uh, until then, on the train, he, he should be reading. <laughs> okay, should be reading. a little bit unfair, Kalman, mentioning a doctor who's got to open up a patient. Okay, that that was that was typical you. Like you, you go with the extreme example. Oh, and here's Kim Levitch saying you should have been going over the Rashba, the Ritva, and the Maritz Al Ghazi. Nervous. <laughs> but that is what you're saying. That is what you're saying. Even the grocer, you want the grocer to be sitting there with a, with a, with a dafyomi, or well, maybe not that, but with a gemara while he's waiting for customers, he may not be capable of that. He may be doing his best. You know, his his hour a, a day that he breaks his head to try to learn. And, and we, do we we want him to feel bad about it? That's what we want. Yeah, we want yeah. Great yeah. I think COVID. We talk about the lessons of COVID, and, and part of what we want to do in these these recordings is that it shouldn't just be some sort of. Um, 
you know, a dinosaur, the people will say, oh, this is what they talked about during COVID. But I think one of the things we see about COVID, and, and, and it was a point, that, a nice point that was made by uh, Raphael Goldberger, I believe, where you can see how people can change. That sometimes, because of intensity, mass change can occur quickly. Usually we say society can't change. People are entrenched just the way they are. COVID has taught us that when, when, when push comes to shove, when the gun comes to our head, we can change. I don't know if there's any gun, but I believe that part of it could be, I got to learn more. I, I got to learn more. I, I, I've got, now, whether it's the grocer, whoever it is, whoever the person is, that he comes home and he learns before he goes to sleep. He learns, you're right, adds another Seder. He becomes not just a guy who goes to Torah anytime, but someone who works on himself to get the skills to, to open up the farm that are gathering dust behind him in, in, in his beautiful living room. And then he, and he, and he writes Ha'aris and, and, he, and he thinks about it. Look, that's, I think that what stops you from opening those farm is your sense of being satisfied. There should be a, a, a taivas atayri. You know, they say about Ravaren that Ravaren Cutler, what separated him, I think the, um, the uh, Nesiva Sholem's father, who was also quite a big uh, mention himself, said that, um, he, he said that, that he, his father sent the Nesiva Sholem to, when Rav Aaron, after um, Rav Isra Salman Meltzer died, Rav Aaron went across the Atlantic Ocean to give Shiurim in Eitz Chaim, which was Rav Isra Salman Meltzer's yeshiva. I don't know how long it lasted, but during that period, the Nesiva Sholem went to hear the Shiurim. And he said, I couldn't understand anything he was saying, but it, it, it turned me into something else when I listened. I, I just felt elevated. So he asked his father to be masperate. And he said, there, Mensch, he says, this is what you saw by him. He said, Every, by many people you see Ava Satera. By Rav Aaron Kotler, you saw Taiva Satera. <laughs> it was more than just, he loved it. He modeled Taivas Atayra. It's like there was nothing else that, that was exciting to him, that, that, that moved him, that galvanized him. We don't have people with Taivas Atayra. And I believe... We don't need a grocer to be your Baron Cutler. That's... We, we, <laughs> it's not for everyone. Uh, there's got to be the Taiva. It's got... Again, COVID shows me that people can change. And, and, and again, I, I think that... Look... Thank God. I'm going to say it even worse. <laughs> People are going to say, oh, we're never going to have any of these uh, big events. We're not going to the next seven years. Who knows if COVID might rise again? We're not going to have 100,000 people. Baruch Hashem. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, we're not going to have 100,000. Are, are you suggesting that these gatherings, I mean, that's what it sounds like you're saying, that, that as a result of these big gatherings, we're discouraging Torah study. Yes. I'm saying it. I'm saying what it does. Although they'll all tell you it's the biggest kiddush Hashem in the world. Everything it was it was incredible, and Tanu covered with Torah. Everybody was there. Every blah blah blah. That I'm not going to deny the fact that there's a great accomplishment of the people who stuck through it. But there is also 
the breaks that were there. Look, Kalman, before we went on the air, we were talking about what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to give it over to you. It was your, like you said, in Europe, <laughs> the, the Hever Shas, what do you, like, what was your Russian again? How did the Hever Shas uh, celebrate their Siyumim? What did you say? Um, you know, some some uh, Bronfen and Lekach, right. <laughs> Right. 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 Some exactly. snaps and herring. Uh, All right. Why was it that way? It's not because they felt learning wasn't important. It's because, of course, learning is important, right? Because, because that was part of their chev, that was part of their mahus. My father, Oliver Shalom, by him, and I, again, I went over to him with a daf gemara. Of course, he read it straight through. He, he hadn't seen the gemara in, in 50 years. He opened up the the, 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 the difficult Gemaras, the, the God of the Gemaras in Titus. I was 14 years old. I came over and said, I said, Tati, you know, with this Gemara, I don't know, I can't, it's all the Agadita. So he says, okay. With his finger, he started going through. He read every single word of the Gemara, typed it up, and this is this. Again, that, without any fanfare. That, I, I would hope we can still generate that. I think that these th- th- these events this, the applause, the attitude, I think it limits it. I think it limits and, I, and, and, and the programs are less important than the fact that the totality of the mensch, that, that he was a person who lived in learning, who crafts over learning, who had a taiva for Torah, that, that I think is well, almost I, I, I think I'm going to I, I'm gonna have to agree with you on some of this, um, uh, but, but I have to disagree, because I, I want to make it clear. Are you actually suggesting, because I'll agree with you I'll give you this much, that the fanfare and the propaganda is over the top. And that I'll agree with you that we are basically patting people on the back and even worse, making people pat themselves on the back. True. What I'm um, um, kind of taken aback by, and I, I, it sounds like you're still sticking with it, and I'd like to hear more about this, is that you're suggesting that this kind of, um, you know, self um, self uh, promotion and and uh, all the propaganda and all of that is almost placating people and causing less Torah to be happening as a result of that. And uh, that that I, I I'm having trouble. Um, following, uh, and I'm not convinced, let me say, I'm not convinced that the big parties are actually telling people, okay, now it sounds like what you're doing is okay, and therefore it's going to discourage them from learning more. Yeah, well, you got me right. And I I use Shavuos as the metaphor. The same way the amount of uh, the people who stay up all Shavuos night are zombies (laughs) for the rest of the Yavdav. And learn less, and they we know they could have done more had they learned periodically and gone eaten quickly, gone to show more learning, more learning back and forth over the two days of Yom In the same way, that's an apt metaphor for what occurs. This is where I invest myself. This is what I put into. This is what I'm proud about. And the rest of the time, I feel good about what I did before. The same way on the second day. The amount of learning that's happening today. Are you suggesting that before we started, and again, the parties are uh, sometimes can get a little ridiculous, but are you suggesting that before we did that, there was more learning happening? Or, I mean, has there ever been as much time 
with, has there ever been a time when there's been as much learning happening as today? I, I don't know if the statistics will stand with you here. I agree with you. The, there has not been a time. <laughs> there's more learning now. We all know that it's a, it's a fantasy what they say was happening in, 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 in before World War One uh, and in World War Two Europe. There was maybe five Kailalim. There was maybe 2,000 total Yeshiva Barcham and, 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 and Kovna, you know, total. And, and you go to Lake where you already have, I don't know, 6,000, whatever it is, in New York. More, more actual Limanatayr is going on now. I agree 100%. Even among the and among the Balabatim, the Amaratsis that used to be America, we don't see it anymore. The Amaratsis where people Mamish didn't know. You're right. That is that is a. I'm not trying to make a kitrug on, on these movements that have that have strengthened Limanatayr in America. No question. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm saying is is that I think that it could have been done in a way where, just like Rav Chaim, and again I I'm saying a lot of stories today, Rav Chaim used to sit with his little grandson, Rav Yosheber, and he would say over, he would say over the Gemara, say over the Tasis, and Rav Chaim would slap him in the face and say, no, Besser, and hit him again. Now again, that sounds terrible. I'm not saying we should slap people, but there should be Yemin and Smo. There should be yes, but you can do more. You can do better. There should always be that balance. Then we'll get maybe more salvatrics. <laughs> what we end up getting, you're right, is 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 great professionals. And I, again, and I'm going to say the last thing, which I've, I'm going to repeat again. I think there's a vested interest that the B'nai, the Rosh Hashivas have for not changing things, even because they like the system the way it is, because what it does is it produces balabatim who make a lot of money, who are who actually do don't. They're, they're not looking at the Rashba and the Marit al-Ghazi at night, but they are thinking about the next deal they're going to make, the next house they're going to flip, which is going to end up helping promote Torah in the big picture. And that's why they are very happy. They can feel they sleep well at night because, look, look what my Talmudim are doing. They're doing all these great things, and they're supporting, and they have their, they have their Daf Ashvua, they have their, they have their Daf Yomi, and they support us. What they really should have been doing is giving them that little slap that Rav Chaim gave to Rav Yosheber. And I think that's what I think is the difference. And I think then we would have, we would have Emesa, Emesa B'nai Teira, who are also Balei Anova, and Aluvin Veinim, they love him. That's what I think is missing. Anyway, I don't know if I can make my point any clearer than that, Calvin, but um, right, no, no. Your your point is very clear. I, I, I I'm not sure about the statistics and the numbers. I, I think that we uh, we can we we've, we're we're kind of in disagreement as to whether we are uh, producing more or less. But you know that's the nature of this debate. <laughs> all right, Calvin. Let's all of us, whether we're going to stay up or not. Uh, let's all make a, 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 a dedication to a Kabbalah Satera, where it's a Kabbalah Satera that, that leaves us thirsting constantly. So, this is my Chavrusa, Kalman Warch. And my Chavrusa with the chunk of 11. We'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.